0: hey ryan hi carlos hey so today is wednesday november 4th 2020 uh so i want to discuss something really timely and at the top of the news right now (laughs) okay which is halloween yeah so other than and i and i think we discussed this not not that long ago maybe a month ago where um for me having a little free library and a weather station are kind of like my low-key domestic dreams um but one of the other things that popped up recently and i know this was a weird year and it was kind of like i i assume you saw it on instagram and twitter people were doing like these candy shoots and stuff like where somebody still wanted to participate in the halloween tradition where honestly most people should have stayed home uh but they were doing this thing where they were firing uh, figuring out ways to fire candy at children (laughs) it was it was fun it was a good distraction for for like eight minutes but my, one of my other like uh, the third uh, in in the top 5 of my low key um american domesticity dreams is uh, i've always wanted to be a full candy bar household this Oh. Is, so okay. are are you aware of this phenomenon or have you ever given this consideration i am aware of
1: this phenomena mm-hmm.
0: i i never trick or treated anywhere as a kid that that did that um yeah i don't th- i don't think orange county was all right at least not our part of orange county they, was that it wasn't that it wasn't that upper middle class it, exactly um i've
1: i've never given that thought to be perfectly honest it feels
0: uh, it feels like a like kind of a baller move and, and I, but in a good way because it's not like i mean you can have there's a lot of ways to communicate and and telegraph a lot of stuff but i feel like um full-size candy bars is something that is a little bit showy but kind of it's like chaotic good is, that, is that what those... you
1: is that what you and the kids call a flex
0: yeah and except it's not a weird one.
1: Oh, do flexes get weird wait are you i'm, I'm kind of I, i'm, I I'm only... kind of messing with you a little bit
0: i can't tell because i've only ever because again I, I i'm not on the tiktok so i don't really know what kids are doing but I've only understood the term flex in the phrase uh, or like the meme on Twitter of weird flex, but okay. Hmm. Wait, are are, are you, I can't tell if you're trolling me or not. Are you trolling me? No, other than the fact that this candy conversation is a way to not talk about the election, (laughs) but that's not, I I don't think that's a trolling thing. I think that's charitable for everybody involved
1: uh full it's so, okay so full size candy
0: bars i yeah i'll have to give that some thought what, what are your reservations
1: uh well i mean so you know don't be creepy but <laughs> in our area mm-hmm. there I, I mean i get I'm, I'm not saying anything that's unique to this neighborhood because i think every neighborhood probably has a similar story where i
0: have no idea where this is going there's a
1: handful of streets, you know, maybe half a mile from where we are mm-hmm. that like really does Halloween. I mean, obviously none of this happened this year, but, but normally meaning, this is where you meaning that they're rich
0: or that they're just super into Halloween and darker decorations uh, or does that go hand in hand? A,
1: a little bit of a, Call but a, a lot a. of B. Okay. Yeah. Wait, which, was, which was B? The <laughs> just being really into Halloween. Okay. Uh huh. And so I feel like that's probably where, like, the full candy bar houses are. And our neighborhood, our part of the neighborhood, I, I it doesn't quite fit that vibe. So I feel like we'd be maybe a little out of place.
0: Mm-hmm. That's fair, because that, that's actually very, very astute in trying to feel out and maybe uh, try to pull and get the, get the pulse on... Um, neighborhood norms and try to see how people are feeling and and you don't want you don't want to have a polling error when you are deciding what candy to get for the neighborhood so that that's absolutely the right the right pick well i can't i
1: can't remember if i talked about this online last year or even told you offline online because i mean honestly who can remember back to october 2019 at this point
0: was that that shit hold country time or what what was that (laughs) who knows Mm
1: -hmm. so that was our this was that was our second halloween um here in the house and the first halloween we had was relatively slow we bought a lot of candy because we didn't know right and you don't want to be that house that runs out of candy
0: so just a lot of candy like three of the costco like 10 pound bags or what is that no it wasn't wasn't quite that much
1: it might have been like three or four bags but not of the costco variety
0: like the the safeway variety correct okay the ones that are like the size of two paperback books <laughs> exactly okay <But laughs> or, or we ended up like having a small child okay.
1: <laughs> we ended up having a ton left which
0: well, that's also that's kind of like a. Uh, That's like a weird flex in the other way, where again, that's kind of like subconsciously, like we, we, we both know what we're doing, but we're not talking about it. And this, this is therefore snacking candy, snacking chocolate for the next two weeks. Right. Yeah. Mm
1: -hmm. Uh Uh-huh. So then, you know, second year comes along last year and because we didn't really get very many trick-or-treaters, we didn't, you know, we didn't buy very much candy the second time around because we really, we didn't, we didn't want to have a ton of leftover candy.
0: Oh, did you have to turn off your lights in shame?
1: It almost came to that, so of course, last year we had a ton of trick or treaters, and within the first forty five minutes or something, we were running out of candy. Oh um but fortunately, you know we we have some family here in the area who um had bought some candy and and wasn't really getting any trick or treaters they're actually. They're even closer to this this area that I referred to earlier, uh-huh. which is kind of like where everybody goes. So, you know, their house is not in a desirable trick-or-treating area. Mm-hmm. And so <laughs> an, an emergency candy drop was made, which got us through the rest of the night. So
0: they live in the candy exurbs? Oh, they man. do, okay. yeah. That's mm-hmm. And also, I I like that there's kind of like this back channel, like bat signal for... Like Candy Exchange in Marin County, that's that's pretty good.
1: Now, is it, is it the candy excerpts? Is that where we're still waiting on some of the, the mail-in voting to come from?
0: I don't know. Okay. I feel like those are kind of purple areas, so I'm not mm. entirely sure. But I do think we should stop the count. We, we, yeah, definitely stop the count. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay, that's that's pretty good. And then we're not going to go into into candy preferences, because we cover this at length in the show. But do you are you a variety bag person and you just, you, you don't curate or do you take your own personal preferences and try to like mold young minds and basically be like, no, you, you should, you should be, um, this kid needs to learn about Reese's pieces or Kit Kats. Or do you just kind of go for the, the Nestle grab bag where there's also some like some sketchy ass almond joy in there?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, Man, that's another really good question.
0: Um, well, because these, cause these are all deliberate decisions. It's just stuff that we generally don't think about, even though we know that we're thinking about it.
1: So, well, so uh, let me sort of before answering your specific question, sort of um, say something that's kind of on my mind, and I think actually applies to maybe everything we're talking about here. Which is, wait, is there
0: subtext here? No, not uh, no, not not really.
1: <laughs> um, once the new housemate gets a little bit older, say two, three years from now. Okay. I'm going to start getting, I'll start getting more into the whole Halloween thing. You know, we'll, we'll like, we decorate the house a little bit, but you not, smarter, not a ton. But You're not
0: super into it. Mm hmm. Right.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll start decorating the house more. Um, and just, just in general, start getting more into Halloween. Um, and so I guess as part of that, to bring it back to your question, there will probably be some more thought that goes into uh, the candy selection. So currently, there's not a ton of thought that goes into it. I mean, I mean, I'm, I, there's no almond joys involved. I mean, I'm not some monster.
0: Um, well, but, no, but the almond joys are almond, I feel like that's more of a decision of uh, you want you want to throw in some chaos into the mix. Or because the because the, cause the true Wait, evil... are we talking about the election now? I thought we weren't. No, no, we're we're, about we're, that. we're 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 we no, not at all. No, but I do have I do have concerns, <laughs> mm. grave grave concerns. But you know what? Maybe he's learned. Maybe the lessons have been learned. I feel like the actual like uh evil move is like to do like um like uh, some people will, will sometimes either give out toothbrushes or teeth brushes, whatever the plural of that is, or like they'll do like um. I don't know if you remember this, but this this I was never a big trick or treater because I was somebody who early learned that I can just go to this uh, to what was it called in Orange County? I like I can I can go to Ralph's uh, like on November fourth and buy (laughs) buy all the candy at seventy five percent the stuff I actually want. That is God. That's such a that's such a young. Hey, (laughs) stop stop it! No, (laughs) just because I was ahead of the game. It's a compliment. Damn right. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm not traversing i'm not i'm because back then there were no fitbits in 1996 so therefore i was getting no steps having to go all <laughs> around the orange county suburbs which again probably vote pretty fucking red um to go get candy i don't even like when i can just go to go to the ralphs or or, or um whatever albertson's used to be called before it got acquired um and go buy the candy i actually want at a steep discount um but yeah, but see, either, they're the people who used to do, like, they would do, like, granola bars, or they would do something where it was vaguely healthy, but no kid would want it, and they would just, like, throw it on the lawn as they were leaving when they saw what they got. <laughs> <laughs> this was definitely a thing. But um, anyway, so, yeah, as, as you, as, as uh, the housemate ages, I will be looking forward to how this evolves, and um, I don't know, who knows? Maybe Again, you guys can be the baller house. You'll just be like, oh yeah, oh yeah, the the house with the the Tesla in the driveway is the one that gives out the good candy. <laughs> um,
1: yeah, no, there'll they'll definitely be a lot more thought put into Halloween with the decorating that I mentioned earlier. I think costumes. I'll start thinking about a little bit more. Um, yeah, I, it'll it'll be fun with um, with a kid. I think.
0: I have a question that you're free to cut out and uh, also not answer, but have you guys given thought to whether or not you're going to be kind of a – I know parents will make a decision on whether or not they're going to kind of go all in on like the Disney – like the princess thing. Mm -hmm. Have you guys given thought to whether or not you're going to curate that decision at all?
1: So Star Wars is maybe the one exception to what I'm about to say, but in general, I – my plan as a parent is to not really push preferences onto um, our children and kind of let them express what, what they're, what they're into. So if it's Hmm. Disney princesses, so be it. But if it's not, it's not.
0: Okay. Fair enough.
1: But I mean, you know, there, there is lots and lots of Disney music that is being constantly played in this house now there are already things like disney pajamas and disney toys and things like that so you know
0: so pretty soon she'll be like singing the lyrics to hamilton or something (laughs) that's right yeah um okay all right let's move into follow-up unless you have something pressing to say but i'm i'm gonna kind of pretend this episode is is happening out of time Mm. evergreen because I feel I I feel like maybe with what's going on, we maybe need a week of context on it. Unless you feel like you have something, per, uh, with like um, no, I think we I think we need to know the results right now, Carlos. Hmm. Well, I mean, if we just stopped counting, it'd be done. Right. Okay. Uh. Okay. So th- this is a a total non sequitur, even though I don't necessarily know what that word means. Um, I got the, I because I keep getting targeted Instagrams for uh Instagram ads for this. Uh, did you know that Allbirds makes T-shirts and clothing? Or are you getting these same ads? Yeah, I recently became aware of this. So don't Google it. But I have you already clicked on it. Yeah, I haven't. No, I don't. I don't know exactly what they sell. If you had to guess, how much do you think an Allbirds T-shirt costs? Ooh, don't Google it. This is the honor system. Okay. No, I'm
1: not. But what? So where my head's going is. I don't think Jason Snell has an official name for this, but it's kind of his.
0: Oh, his whole Apple like uh, twice what it should cost plus ten percent or whatever.
1: Yeah, like we'll call it like his Apple pricing theorem. Mm-hmm. Where, yeah, exactly. It's like you 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 get a price in your head, you double it and yeah. like round up. I and mean, because here's the thing: it,
0: it, you could be shocked that it's us, that it's uh, shockingly affordable. No, nah, it's with all birds, that's not going to. Well, the I mean, because their shoes aren't that overpriced i think they're like 95
1: dollars. so i i say this as someone who absolutely loves their all shoes like i i oh we're I, okay I, so I i i yeah i yeah, know you think you feel super hard on that okay, okay. so just
0: keep going keep going
1: i'm just saying that like i i really enjoy mine but for what they are they're pretty expensive mm-hmm. so i'm the wall say... runners or
0: the tree runners
1: so I have the wool runners. Mm-hmm. Those are the Paul I, Ryan's. <laughs> and I've I've always had my eye on the tree runners, but there's just never been a color combination that that I've been mm-hmm. interested in. Um. So a, a shirt is that what I'm guessing?
0: Yes, it is a t shirt with um. Uh, with Trino Exo trademark uh, odor reducing fibers, made of snow crab shells.
1: I'm also trying to think of like something like a Mac Weldon or something, but I don't really know their pricing all that well.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, so if, if you, I'm get, gonna say if, like, wait, hold, f- it, hold on, hold on, wait, before you okay. guess, okay. are you gonna guess? Uh, is this an absolute value type thing, or is this uh, closest to not going over? There yeah, is no, there's no prize Let's on Do here. let's do an absolute value. Thing. Okay. If you get it within so a five dollars, I, so I, I will square cash. You, Buy me one. I, I will square cash you five dollars right now if you get it within five. <laughs> And you have to again. You have to not have Googled it. T-shirt. No, I, I really haven't. Okay. T-shirt. I'm gonna
1: say like. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you my thought process uh-huh. here. I was gonna guess thirty-seven ninety-nine. Actually, you know, you know they do whole prices. I if I remember correctly from the shoes. So, so th- I'm gonna guess thirty-eight dollars. Okay. But I. But I'm gonna kind of follow Jason's logic. And I'm gonna round that up to like. 43
0: Wait, do I win? It's
1: $48. Well, you said within five, so I think I win because I'm exactly five off.
0: Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to give myself a penny cushion to get out of this bed. Get, get Nate Silver on the phone. Is, um, that a, is that a standard polling error or is four, that? <laughs> I made that joke 10 minutes ago. Um, $48. Wait, did you, did you make that on the show? Yeah. Really? that's fine. for what is basically like a standard layering t-shirt Man, that's that's rough because I've been looking for because like because I have like a source for like because there's there's two approaches you can take for like if you just want like basic like clothing like because like for like for sweaters and stuff like I'll do banana republic but like if you just want like fine t-shirts and like just solid color basics um Uniqlo and actually honestly Old Navy is not that bad but the 50 bucks for a t-shirt
1: Ease. that's rough
0: yeah because you are right to make the parallel to Mack Weldon which is also absurdly expensive cuz i was like yeah maybe i need some new undershirts or something the prices are insane like i do want to kind of i like i i i want sustainable stuff but i i don't know like how much they're actually doing because mac weldon charges you 38 dollars for an undershirt that's that that's wow where uniqlo like you can get one for 12 dollars, which is entirely acceptable quality and it's actually like pretty damn good oh yeah, yeah uniqlo stuff is incredible yeah and their aerism line or whatever is very it's for for warmer in summers it's is is a very solid safe pick. Mm-hmm. But yeah, $48. Um I do have one vaguely um I'll send you a link to this cuz this was something I submitted on Reddit. Um so I was very excited that garlic naan which had been out of stock for a while was back. And I and I took a picture of my shopping basket and then somebody in the comments uh had no, i identified... don't read don't
1: read the comments
0: well i mean because since i posted i kind of have to but somebody posted in the comments they they noticed my shoes and i've been, I've been wearing my Allbirds because i want them to uh get worn out so i don't feel guilty about throwing them away because i really don't like them um uh, and they wrote uh Allbirds respect and i don't know what to make of that <laughs> and it makes me very uncomfortable because i do like as maroon is one of my favorite colors um and I did not make an attempt to make sure that my shoes were visible in this picture. But um and you will see that the um brownie coffee ice cream sandwiches do make a cameo in this, but I I noticed that. Um yeah, I didn't know what to make of that because I because I hate these shoes. And again, ever since I saw Paul Ryan because Paul Ryan got photographed with them after I bought these, and that kind of made me not want to wear them, but I don't like throwing things away that still have useful life in them, so I've been wearing I've been trying to wear them out. So that I feel less guilty about throwing them away, because they just they don't have good um like traction and um like it's very easy to like roll your ankle in them because they don't like on the sides don't like really keep your your foot in place. It has been my experience,
1: huh? I will agree to disagree. I really like mine.
0: Hmm. Good. All right, what we got next on the agenda? Uh, we have some uh, some Tesla stuff
1: yeah so i feel like we have to do almost like our new recurring weekly segment which is just checking in on the
0: um <laughs> what is full self-driving cost this week the,
1: the, just like the the cluster that is this whole full self-driving rollout so there's there's a few things to talk about here so the first is that um they've had this strategy which you just alluded to where as m- well, if you got to put this in some pretty major air quotes, as as the full self driving package has begun rolling out, Tesla has slowly increased um, the price um, to upgrade to full self driving, and they recently made another change. Um, I believe it was like a two thousand dollar increase compared to what it was, so it's now at an additional ten thousand dollars to upgrade from standard autopilot which is what comes standard with tesla vehicles now to what tesla calls full self-driving um
0: which is just insane did last week did we cover um because there were some articles that you put in the slack about from electric which had um there was one where some dude who did who like flew. Uh, I hate drones, but who flew a drone following him for like ten minutes as he did like a full self driving test. Did we already talk about that or not yet?
1: So, so no. So that that's that's the next thing to okay. get into here. Um, so, in addition to the, you know ten thousand dollars just being a crazy amount of money to pay for something that's total vaporware and may always be vaporware and which I think electric properly refers to as basically a glorified Kickstarter campaign. Um, yeah. But just a little side note electric. I think you've made this, um, you've mentioned this before the comments, they're not spectacular, but the, the, the coverage is there. are they're harsh on Tesla when they need to be.
0: Yeah, like I, I don't have an RSS reader, but anytime you put a link in the show, like they're they're shockingly um even-handed and and necessarily necessarily critical of advances. But yeah, if you ever scroll down to the comments section, it, it's just a, it's a gosh dang nightmare. <laughs>
1: um. So yeah. So I mean, this this full self-driving update is is out there in the wild, which even crazier than the price increase is the fact that this thing is just being rolled out into cars on actual public streets and some of the early videos. So I think we maybe talked about the video last week, which showed some of the early user interface stuff, but this was a video that showed kind of the, the performance or kind of lack thereof, of the full self-driving package. And Mm -hmm. so, yeah, this is a, this is a drone and actually, um, just as a, another little sidebar, it's one of those drones that you can program to follow an object automatically. Mm-hmm. And I, I appreciated in the electric article that they pointed out that the drone is actually by far and away the most impressive part of this video. Um, Cause it actually does a pretty good job of following the car. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, we'll,
0: we'll put this in the notes and and
1: people should watch it, but I mean,
0: so, so in, in the video, it almost runs into a parked car, which the person in the twice. Car, oh, I stopped watching after the first time. So, cause when it almost runs into an entirely parked car, which the, the person in the video, uh, um, posits is that it thought that was a car like in front of it, that it should start following. Um, the, I think the person who made the video or was inside the car. And I think I put this in Slack. I think their quote was Jesus. I'm glad this is still in beta or something. But it's not like I mean it is, but it's still on the road. So like, that's the part where I get like soup, like irrationally annoyed and upset because like this is stuff that's live and on the road. So therefore, like just because it's a, like, excluding you and and most other rational Tesla owners, I feel like there's like a fairly sizable subset of tesla buyers that kind of just think of these cars as like just like fun rc cars that are life size Mm -hmm. like i feel like they 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 think of them as toys rather than four thousand pound things that could kill somebody else And, and that frustrates the hell out of me where people who want to just like they want the most economical and like um i mean and also like coolest uh like electric vehicle because they're Either environmentally minded, or that that's the best choice for them, and are making the car buying decision based off that. Like their experience is soured by people who are like in the Elon fan club and think these are just like giant RC cars that are their weekend playthings. And I like I don't know how to reconcile that.
1: Well, it it's not it's not a one to one comparison because I do think the the Tesla and Elon Musk stuff is. Kind of on a whole different level, but but there is a there is a lot of parallels to Apple fandom as well, where I, yeah I, I I'm I'm, I'm
0: not I, gonna I see name any going. names I see where you're going, but
1: but there there is a subset of you know Apple enthusiasts I guess we'll we'll charitably call them <laughs> where you know Apple and to a lesser degree like Tim Cook like can do no wrong and everything they come out with is is revolutionary and fantastic um but again like i think the tesla stuff even though it's it's similar it's 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 like it's just it's amped up to a degree that that even the apple stuff doesn't get to which is which is just which is weird like i you know and I, I actually like for me the my model 3 is like probably the neatest like object i've like have ever owned Like, I mean, I never would have dreamed of being able to have that type of car as a kid. And it's, it's super, super cool. And I, it's really, really fun to drive and, and to own, but I just, I can't, I can't put myself in the mindset of these people who are just like Tesla and Elon Musk
0: fanatics. Yeah, so do things. So I I just sent you a link and this is this is a meme that pops up on Twitter every once in a while and I really like it. I don't know if you've ever seen this episode of the Simpsons. But like it it's it's a it's an image where it's uh Apu, who runs the Quickie Mart is is jumping in front of an armed gunman, which is basically it's uh, protecting Elon Musk and it's a bunch of weird nerds diving on any like bit of valid criticism. And I and I always smile whenever I see this cuz I do I see the parallel that you're you're drawing, and I think in a lot of ways it makes sense. I guess my biggest complaint is that if Apple releases something that's kind of a dud or that you that somebody tends to really like but is not good, like there's no harm involved. But if somebody really really believes and is super fucking jazzed about full self driving or whatever and wants like, because you remember there was like a video of you on YouTube of somebody like taking a nap in the back seat while their car was doing like autopilot on the highway Mm -hmm. like it's stuff like that where if somebody is like really believes in the tesla mission and is wants to like show their love for this pioneer which is not what he i mean vaguely but like that has real world consequences where if you're somebody who just really fucking loves the home pod like there's no world harm about that i don't know But anyway, but yeah, the full self driving to take it back to the to the to the original through line, like it's, yeah, the the pricing thing seems weird and kind of like um, can't think of a better word than unbecoming. But like, if it feels in a vaguely inappropriate for like a a publicly traded company where it's like kind of like what's the price on the menu this week of this feature that's mostly vaporware, like that that's a that's a good um, way of describing what is essentially. Very advanced and pretty reliable auto or uh, adaptive cruise control.
1: I I would really love to know. I mean, this is sort of the kind of accountant in me, I guess. Mm -hmm. Like, I would love to know if this strategy is really working. Well, I I mean, I would would
0: love to know. Sorry, go ahead. I say
1: this is like the third or fourth time they've done it over the course of. At least the last year maybe even longer so presumably it's it's working to some degree but but at the same time it is elon musk so maybe it's not really (laughs) grounded in any sort of like economic reality Mm -hmm. like i would i would really i would love to know like if when tesla because you know they usually they do the thing where it's like two or three weeks before the price increases they announce that it's happening and they say, you know, if you buy, if you buy it now, you're going to lock in this old price. Like, I would love to know if like people actually do that. I I just, I cannot imagine. Um, I cannot imagine that's a very high conversion rate.
0: That was the most diplomatic way I've ever heard somebody call somebody a bullshit artist. <laughs> which is pretty good but but you know you're absolutely right and this came up on um and I think this this kind of tracks where there, this came up on the uh, the most recent episode of the talk show where um Jason Snell was on where uh they were talking about um the the really solid quarter that um uh, Max had um and that Apple used to break down Mac sales and units and also they used to break it down by um desktops versus laptops where a few years ago, Apple just kind of tried to become a black box and just, they have like their four to five product segments and that's what it is. But, um, I would be very interested and I know Tesla would never uh, release it, but like how many, like what percentage people choose the, the free or the basic autopilot, the enhanced or whatever the middle tier is called. And well, they don't, they don't sell that anymore. Oh, so there's only two now.
1: Yeah. So they, it's all, all or nothing. Yeah, exactly. So every car comes with autopilot just as part of the purchase price. And then your only option is to opt into the full self-driving thing.
0: But yeah, I mean, like it, it'd be cool if on quarterly earnings, they, and again, I, I know they have no incentive to do this and they never would, but to know kind of as they've evolved this, uh, what percentage of people are taking this option and kind of how much, um, like how I, like, I really wonder how many people are ever upgrading after the fact. Like I assume nobody would, right? Just because the promise has never been delivered on um on full self driving.
1: You know, it's crazy in the in the Tesla app, mm-hmm. you I can add full self driving to my model three right now in like three taps. I think I think it I think it like even literally takes Apple Pay.
0: Does Apple get thirty percent?
1: No, Apple I think Apple Pay is I think the structure of that's different.
0: Oh, I feel I feel an app projection coming. <laughs> All right. Anything else on Tesla? Uh,
1: no, I don't think so.
0: Okay. Um, you put this in here. Uh, this, this, There might be more to say about this once the HomePod mini comes out and I have some, fe- uh, some real-world feedback. But at WWDC, Apple had announced that um, third-party music services other than Apple Music would be supported on HomePod. And apparently uh, Pandora Radio is one of the first
1: i thought didn't they just announce they did this wasn't announced at wwdc was it i thought this was just part of the i
0: feel like it was one of those things where like it was like in the last five seconds they uh, were like kind of like okay. in the whole like you can select a different email client thing <laughs> yeah <I don't laughs> like it's it might have just been on a slide or it might have just been uh in passing here's something you can do because the home pod mini was announced at no it's part of the iphone event uh, right mm-hmm. yeah Yeah,
1: I I, I dropped this in the notes only to like reemphasize a point I think we've previously made, which is I I just cannot believe that the HomePod has been a product that literally only works with Apple Music or historically has only worked with Apple Music. That's just um, crazy. Mm -hmm. So have you have you ordered some of these HomePod minis? Can you can you order them? Are you a mute? Or did Skype just go crazy?
0: If you can hear me, I can hear you now. Whoops. Um, How long was I on mute for? (laughs) Um, No, so uh, the HomePod is not available for order yet. So kind of like how the iPhone, and you don't have to edit that out. People can know how the sausage is made. Um, They're doing a staggered release where the 12 and the 12 Pro, the medium-sized models, have been available since October 23rd. Um, Similarly, where the Mini and the Pro Max, the HomePod is uh, available available for pre. The, sorry, the HomePod Mini is available for pre order this Friday and ships a week later. So no, you cannot buy it yet. But I am going to be buying a couple of them to see how they sound, and then we'll see if that's a a way of getting whole home audio. And then if not, it might be um, might be Sonos time.
1: So you're, are you going to be an idiot like me and? Be up at five a.m. on Friday.
0: Oh, no, I don't give a shit. I mean, it's a HomePod. <laughs> one, I'm like, um, I'm uh, what was the movie where the actor says, "I'm too old for this shit." I'm bad with movie quotes. I don't know. I, like, I haven't seen any movies, so I don't know. But and, and also, sorry for the sweary episode. But I, I kind of it's it's that where one, I I don't buy iPhones anymore. Like, I I I went from an iPhone eight to an iPhone eleven Pro. Like, I and I'm not getting an iPhone twelve. So I. I'm over working really hard to give Apple my money um unless to Mac. Um so yeah, so if if HomePods happen to be available, uh I will do an in-store pickup for it and then hopefully they're okay and it's mostly it's not that I want Siri, actually Siri is an is, a, is an anti-feature or like it's a con of the device. Um but I do want to be able to um send my 538 politics podcast um to a device without having to do some Bluetooth pairing. So we'll see.
1: Yeah, we'll, we'll see. I'm very skeptical of how that feature is
0: going to work. The one cool part about the HomePod mini and I, and I'm in, in the part that's curious about this is that it's not actually a feature that, cause they haven't released a new regular HomePod or they, and I, I thought they might just, um, do like a very like silent minor update to it. But the HomePod mini has a thing that they talked about where it uses the U1 chipset where it's not NFC, but basically you can hold your phone near the HomePod Mini and um, very quickly, basically just be like, "Hey, I want audio. Whatever I'm listening to now, I want to be playing on this." And you just bring your phone near it, and it does it. And that's actually, a, if that actually works, that's a really neat feature. It's, it's it's not gonna work. Hey, but hey, you know what? I'm gonna pretend it's full self, full self. Um, Full self-audio transfer or something. <laughs> um all right, so I have some follow-up on um your pick of the week either last week or the week before, which was the um do we do we call it OXO or OXO?
1: I think I asked you that. I normally refer to you for
0: um how to pronounce things. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go with OXO. Um, even though I refuse to call it OLED, but um you had you had advocated for their and actually I think you sent me a picture from Costco where you, you were all in on the uh, the Oxo Pop lifestyle. That was a good price on those, yeah. Yeah. So like when you gave the recommendation, even though like I had I've trans uh, trans uh, transitioned most of my kitchen to the Rubbermaid Brilliance containers for most like dry food storage and things like that, and like my baking flour and things. Um, I had wanted kind of like um a coffee canister. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what? Like, this is a good thing because I, because I am making, I might be making some changes to my espresso setup, uh, TBD. Um, of, course, of course you are. Hush, you, you. Hush. No, no, no judgments. Keep no. Um. So I was like, yeah, but so I might be moving to like single dosing or like not not keeping a bunch of beans in the hopper. Um. And I was like, oh yeah, okay. I want. I want. I'll. I'll the the Oxo pops like they they look better than the Rubbermaid Brilliance ones, even though the wire cutter says like the Rubbermaid are more um like airtight and stuff. But I bought one and I'm like, okay, this looks really cool, and I was able to use my Bed Bath and Beyond Plus thing to get it at twenty percent off, which was good. Um, and then I washed it for the first time because you're supposed to, of course, wash any plastic product before you use it, and the only knock I'm going to have against this, like I, w- I would say, like I concur with your recommendation. Like it, it's it's very nice, and it, as far as I can tell, it works well. But the lid, when you wash it, retains a crap ton of water. Hmm. Have did you wash yours before you used them?
1: So well, actually. So I have I have a couple different things here. So one is that you know that it it you can you can take the lid apart. Yeah, right? I figured that out afterward.
0: Oh. But but even but even afterward, because I I started washing it like normal, and then like I was putting it on like a dish towel to to dry it a little bit, and like it it retained so much water, and then as I was trying to clean it, like it started coming apart. I'm like, oh shit, did I break this? And then no, like the um the little like um suction cuppy or like the the rubbery part like uh twists off in a counterclockwise motion, but. It's still the the um, like the vaguely brushed metal or aluminum lid, still retains a decent amount of water. Hmm. So that's that's my only knock against it. But overall, they're, they're very pretty, and I do like. I mean, the little like suction cuppy thing is is um, it's very pleasing.
1: So the the other thing I was going to bring up, which is related to this, is that. And I've unfortunately only realized this after buying that Costco pack. <laughs> is they recently came out with version two of these things?
0: Oh, you have the last gen Otter Pop
1: or, or OXO Pop. So, so the the one that I bought standalone, which is what I recommended for my chef special, which I also bought for you know for holding espresso beans, is is version. Two or the, the most recent version. and But the Costco pack that I bought is evidently version one.
0: Oh, you got taken for a ride. <laughs>
1: um, the primary difference being that version two is entirely dishwasher safe, whereas version one is not. But I... <sighs> after it's being annoyed for, for like 10 seconds... Yeah, after being annoyed for like 10 seconds, I'm like, well... I mean, A, it's not like you're washing these things every day. And B... I might just want to hand wash these
0: things anyway, You bet. So. there's so much stuff that's di- allegedly dishwashers Like, cause I got a bunch of when I like I-, I turned over a lot of stuff in my kitchen when the whole like shelter in place thing started, and I got a nice set of um all clad stainless steel cookware, and allegedly it's dishwasher safe, but there's a lot of stuff that's dishwasher sh- safe, but you should not be putting in the dishwasher so and I think like storage containers like this like they're gonna get warped even in the top um the top shelf so i don't I don't think you're missing much right yeah all right then i think we have one last item for follow-up and then probably button this up
1: <laughs> so um actually the you know to to repay the compliment here of oh, yeah, follow up back and forth um on a, a previous chef special of yours the lady friend and i a few nights ago started watching ted lasso Hmm. it's really good it's like, the best it's it's really really good And it does exactly the thing that that everybody says, which is it's it's just not it's not what you think it's going to be. And that's yeah, it's all it's all I'm going to say, because people should just experience it for themselves. But it's just it's totally not it's not the show that you would picture in your head. It's so much better than that.
0: Yeah. And and, and it's uh, I can't think of a better word other than heartwarming, but but in not like a uh, shallow and insincere way oh it's good and there's a lot of there's a lot of sparkling there's a lot of stellar sparkling jokes in it too which, oh you're... my gosh that
1: uh, oh that that was one of the funnier parts of episode one that was really good
0: mm-hmm. oh the second time he does it oh, that's good wait did you watch the entire thing
1: uh well uh so we this evening watched episode three.
0: three oh I, I don't remember if there was a second one
1: Oh, no, it, it, it just
0: it happens twice in the, the first episode. Oh, okay. So it, happen, it happens later in the series, too. And it's, okay. it's in a very good moment. Um, <laughs> no, because two things. So one, because I, I do remember when I went to, to Europe a couple of years ago, back when travel used to happen, I, one of the things I liked so much is that sparkling water was everywhere. And that right. their equivalent of Starbucks had, uh, one, they had very good baked foods. And also sparkling water was very cheap and always plentiful. It's never fizzy enough there, though. That's that's the problem. Have you ever had Topo Chico? What'd you call me? I knew you were going to say that. Um, Mike Isaac is also a fan, but um, the next time you're at the supermarket, um, I think it's available at Whole Foods, and it's also available at uh, Nugget. I don't know if it's... I don't think it's a Safeway type thing. But it's, an, it's like a supremely fizzy sparkling water. So if you ever think Pellegrino uh, is not fizzy enough... Um, it's even one step past uh, Perrier. So, grab, spend the two bucks and try a Topo Chico once in a while. Um, yeah, see, this, I think this is a
1: problem with owning a SodaStream is that you just, <laughs> you get it dialed in to the right carbonation. And then that's, you know, that's what you always want.
0: This may be just that I'm hanging out too much on the uh, espresso subreddit. But anytime I hear dialed in, I can only ever think of that in terms of, um, uh, dialing in your espresso shot. I don't know that. That's immediately what it makes me think. So I, because I, I can't think of that in, in the SodaStream context. I thought you were off the SodaStream bandwagon, or that oh, you had no. soured on it, or that you were too tired of the canisters, or you did, or you didn't really like it anymore. No, that's you're not thinking of the right person. We, mm-hmm. I love, I love our SodaStream. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyway, so yeah, uh, Ted Lasso, really good. People should go watch it. Um. When else? Okay. Um. Skip over most of this. we we'll, again. This loss carryover. This is all good stuff. But we'll we'll save it. Um. What is Apple laptop?
1: Well, they they got they got the big event
0: coming up. Oh, when's that? I've again. There's been other stuff going on, so I've I've kind of blocked all that stuff out of my brain. It's
1: uh, Tuesday.
0: Oh, another Tuesday thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So. Um. Nice. Yeah fine the rumors from i don't know if you have this in the show notes but the the bloomberg report um because i i didn't really read this i just saw the because Techmeme always does a very very good job of summarizing the headline where you don't actually have to click through to um the actual story is that what they expect is to afford to be basically 13 and 16 inch macbook pros that are almost entirely unchanged like physically and functionally from the existing ones so anybody thinking that this is going to be, um, like a super revolutionary and Hey, it's got face ID and it's, uh, the thinnest laptop ever or whatever, like that's probably not going to happen.
1: It I could, I could see it having face ID potentially, but, um, but yeah, no, I mean, certainly nothing like a touchscreen and nothing in terms of major, um, kind of, um, redesign, which it's not surprising because I mean you'll you'll know more about this than than me but I, this is kind of how the Intel transition went right where based the first Intel machines were basically just clones of some existing hardware.
0: Yeah, it was just a Powerbook G4 with an Intel Core Duo in it. Yeah, and MagSafe, and, it, but. It,
1: and it you know I'm sure for lots of logistical reasons it it makes a ton of sense but but nonetheless it's yeah, kind of disappointing. Um and I, you know, it, it's kind of, it's actually kind of funny because like leading up to the iPhone event, th- this was a beat that, that ATP was really on. And I, I'm sure that, that others were as well, which is like, well, surely there's got to be something more to it than like 5g. Cause 5g is not really a thing that's going to impact most people. So like, surely there's got to be more to the phones than that, but like, no, it was 5g <laughs> it was what they were, what they were focused on. And now with these laptops, you're kind of sitting here thinking like, well, okay, so there's not a major redesign. Surely there's got to be something more to talk about with these than just, hey, it gets better battery life and is faster at certain things than the equivalent Intel processor. But no, I think that's, that's probably going to be the story
0: and, and they'll move on. Um, I don't have a lot to say here, but maybe you do. Like, what what has been your read on? Because I don't know if you've been tracking it, but I've been hearing from people who or I think uh, Snell might have talked about this on last week's um, Six Colors show. Um, it still sounds like Big Sur's in really rough shape, and I feel like you they can't release these without that being at least the 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 like. 11.16.0 being final? Well, so I think so the you know the event is is Tuesday the
1: 10th. You know, I these things might not come out for a little while. Like these things might not come out until
0: Oh, is this gonna be like a Mac Pro thing where it was like end of the year but it meant like December week of December twenty fourth? Could be.
1: Yeah. Like I because I'm not especially if the design is basically the same. I'm not really sure. Your average Mac buyer is going to be sitting there thinking, like, "Well, I can't buy a Mac now because I got to wait for the Apple Silicon version."
0: Well, I mean, their previous quarter has, has entirely disputed that. Totally. So,
1: so I don't think they're going to be worried about talking about these things and and having Mac sales in the meantime dry up. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, these these things might not come out for a while because if you look at the calendar, it's like, well. They, I mean, I guess they could come out like the because f- they're not going to come out next week, I wouldn't think, and they could theoretically come out the next week, but that's pretty quick. And then the week after that's Thanksgiving, so they're probably not going to do it then. So I mean, then you're basically into December. So yeah. Um. So yeah. Well, we'll see. Um. The thing that I'm that I'm curious about, but also like, pretty certain about. Um, and I'll I'll link to a, a Mark Gurman tweet, which kind of summarizes what I'm gonna get into here, which is I think Apple's gonna totally get away from offering like different speed options in these things, and might might get rid of any options entirely. I mean, maybe maybe you'll get to pick you know, I mean, you, you'll get to pick your storage size just in the same way that you do like on iPhones and iPads, and maybe you'll get to choose how much RAM you want, but I could, I could actually see it going the other way, which is just like, hey, here's the 13 inch MacBook Pro, it comes in three different storage sizes, the rest of it, you know, it is what it is.
0: Yeah, I, I don't think that's true. I I... I don't think they can offer, I, I think at the, cause they've already done this with a, a little bit when the, um, the, the, like the ill-fated 12 inch, like ultra thin MacBook came out. And I think in the MacBook air currently that they're, um, the customizations other than like storage size are fairly limited. Like, I think it's just two processor choices and then maybe a ma a Ram option. I do think you're right there, but I think on the pro models, I don't, think that they can get away with that and also the one kind of looming question over uh, an apple silicon discussion is that um, raw graphics performance is something that is actually not that good on arm in-house cpus that apple has done before and that's one case where people have kind of thought that maybe the Mac Pro won't really transition and the high-end machines won't transition to that because you just kind of can't get that. Because you can't just slap in an NVIDIA chip in an ARM computer. So I feel like maybe at the low end, whatever ends up replacing like what they think of as the entry-level Mac, maybe. But at the higher end in the Pro line, I don't think you're just going to see like, well, we have... Because you also on the naming front you have been of the position that they're not going to call it Apple Silicon, right? Like that. they're No, gonna no,
1: have... no, I no. I think they, I think they will.
0: Oh, okay. Then I think that <laughs> like, but because, but, or that maybe you made the point where if like, I always thought that like, Hey, like they have the a 14 or whatever, like on, on their, uh, chips that are des- destined for Macs themselves. It'd be cool if they had, uh, like M two processors or something. And, but, but it's a bummer because they already use that for, Remember like the iPhone 5S they used to have a thing called a motion coprocessor? Carlos, and they, used they, to per-
1: Carlos they just re- they just reused
0: Air MagS3. Mag, MagS3. The,
1: you're, you're, they don't they don't care about
0: that. You're, you're jumping the shark or you're, you're 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 doing spoilers. I was about to get to that. Ah, killing me. Um <laughs> but but so yeah, so but then you pointed out that oh, like oh I don't think they would actually care. And also they have when have they talked about a motion coprocessor in years? Um, and I was like, OK, well, then, yeah, they're going to call these the Apple M6 processors or whatever that are made or the M6X Plus Max or whatever. Like it doesn't it doesn't matter, but they're going to have some name form because I think one Apple Silicon is is not a good name. It's too wordy. And also they're mispronouncing Silicon when they call it Silicon. So like I mean, I don't think that they're going to stick with that because it's just it's just too much.
1: Well, so here's my theory with Apple uh, Silicon or Silicon, as you would say, is I think Apple wants to get to the point where they just don't really even like have a brand around these processors, just in the same way with like the iPhone. I mean, you know, they have the A and then some number processor, but there isn't some like higher level branding around those processors but they'll you know apple's going to need something at least during this transition period to kind of denote like hey this is not an intel machine and oh this one is an intel machine and so that's where apple silicone can can designate that but once the whole line's turned over and once intel's kind of in the past i think apple wants to get away from branding like that entirely and i think they want to start talking about macs just exactly the same way that they do iPhones which is hey here's the new here's the new macbook pro it's got the a19 processor in it boom then then they're not going to talk about clock speeds they're not going to talk about any of the kind of like traditional cpu
0: um specs i think i, I think you're right uh, oh oh half of the way like I do think and this is something that Apple's always kind of been weird about where Apple likes to talk about it but they kind of don't actually believe in it where like how much L2 cache is in your Intel Core i7 processor who the hell knows it doesn't it doesn't matter but I do I don't think they're going to be just like hey this has our latest processor they're, they're still going to give it a marketing name there's always going to be something because if they don't ha- like if they just say it has the latest processor how are you going to sell the new one you have to say that the M5 processor has, uh, has it benchmarks 60% faster than the previous M3 so that you know that you should feel inadequate because you have the old one. Like Apple is always very, that's one of the things about even though they have it, like I, I, I've never understood the rhyme or reason as to why they like, cause you know how like there's like the A12 bionic. Like I don't know why some of them get like a marketing name on top of that beyond the A series thing. But they've always been very clear at explaining how much faster or better something is versus the prior year. So at least there's a clear rationale for upgrading or at least some type of benchmarks, even though they'll never talk about, well, here's how much RAM this iPad has or here's how much of X this has. But they still make clear that this is why you should upgrade. So I do think there's going to be something like they're going to be called like the M series processors, and they're still going to talk about that. And I think the way that they're going to distinguish it is uh, when they've introduced iPads, they've talked about, well, we've got six power cores. I, I forget what they call them, but they've high efficiency or no, they have their high efficiency cores. And what's the one, what's the name they give to the ones that are the fastest? The performance cores, I think. Maybe. So I think they're going to talk about that because like if you're, if you're selling a 13 inch MacBook pro and you have whatever is the one that slots in at 19.99 and then you're also trying to sell the the ultra fancy one for 32.99 like you have to have a reason to spend more money other than storage so they're going to say well this one has six high performance cores and four efficiency cores and this one has 12 high performance cores and extra graphics something so, they have to have a way because, like, there's no way I, I would put it again, not to be in a super, super betting mood, but they have to have a way to have that spread of the like usual $1,500 between, between the entry level and the high end. Like, I don't think there's a one size fits all for that option. That's that's a fair point. Because, um, cause you know, Apple likes their, hey, you're interested in this product because it's cheap, but also ultimately, you kind of, like, you do the sales trick, good, better, best, and you don't ever want somebody to buy the entry-level one unless you're somebody, like... Because they make the entry-level one for the education market and, like, businesses that are buying them in 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 mass quantities. But for the, like, for Joe, Jane, average consumer, you want her to be able to think, well, no, I don't want the lowest-end one. I want this one. And there's got to be something that makes it that, that's more than just, hey, it has more storage. the
1: The thing that I would maybe counter that with though is these most recent iPhones where you you look at the iPhone 12 and the 12 Pro and there's just not there's not really much of a difference between the two. And I mean there's there's a significant price difference between the two, but there's not a lot that justifies that extra price. And it it could be the case that Apple does have some kind of price spread, which which I agree that they that's something they'd want to do, but Maybe they don't properly justify it, cause I I just I just don't I don't see them coming out saying like this like you you've got the A fourteen or I guess let's say they go with like M branding or something like hey you've got the M two X and the M two you know C I just don't
0: I don't think I don't think they do that. Eh. I feel the opposite. So, we'll 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 see. Because I i there has to be something, but I don't know. It'll it'll be interesting. Because so, what, so the, the so the the other thing that I'm really fascinated by
1: with with this rumor that they're going to do the Air, the 13-inch Pro, and the 16-inch Pro all at this event, all looking the same as their kind of Intel counterparts, is I've always been under the assumption that the reason they totally refreshed what used to be the 15 inch macbook pro which is now the 16 inch macbook pro is that they knew that they weren't going to turn that over to apple silicone for a little while so they invested in you know a big redesign still on the intel architecture and then the 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 kind of equivalent big redesign on the 13 inch pro and maybe even the 13 inch air that would come when um when the transition to apple silicone happened because it made sense that those would be kind of the first two machines that that apple would turn over and it you know it doesn't sound like that's going to be the case so it's going to be weird at this event that you've got these three machines only one of which has a kind of modern design and then the other two wait
0: which one has a modern design
1: the 16 inch macbook pro so we
0: do the rumors say that that one's going to look different than its current version?
1: No, I'm saying that's going to look the same as its current version, mm-hmm. but but what's weird is that you're going to have this this one laptop that had a total redesign, you know, a year ago. And then you're going to have the these two others that look like how a MacBook Pro and a MacBook Airs looked for how many years uh, now?
0: I I would say the MacBook Pro 16-inch Like other than, because like it had a whole lot of things of like, oh, it's got studio quality microphones or whatever the hell the marketing thing was called. It doesn't look that different. Like because the, the, the redesigned non terrible keyboard cascaded down the line. So it's in the MacBook air and it's in the 13 inch MacBook pro. The 16 inch MacBook pro isn't that different other than the, the nicer microphone array and the, um, speakers. It does have slightly shrunken bezels on the display, but it's not a fundamental rethink of the processor or of the of the, of the the product where it is weird and kind of lame that they didn't at least give enough of a damn to m- make the 13-inch MacBook Pro that way. But yeah, I mean, because like, it feels like no matter what, even if they were going to think that, hey, that we're going to make a 16-inch MacBook Pro, in the vision, using all the um, in the vision of Apple Silicon, and, and that we're gonna pull out all the stops on our flagship MacBook Pro, and we're gonna we're gonna do Face ID, and it's gonna have uh, cellular with with 5G ultra wideband provided by Verizon, um, because like this this is the, we're gonna show that the constraint was on Intel, and that in terms of the whole Phil Schiller can't innovate anymore, in my ass. Like we're gonna do as much as we possibly can now that we're everything is in-house but like i feel like that's going to be a computer that looks a little bit different than the 16 inch mac pro like that that difference between the two those two models i'm not sure is that profound like it kind of feels like you know you're
1: it's not to interrupt but you know you're totally right i'm actually i'm on the 16 inch macbook pro page
0: and like if they were turned off you wouldn't be able to tell other than the bezels
1: i guess i yeah i again like who can remember back a year ago so i guess i'm i'm not remembering correctly um i thought there was more visually different but it's it's a lot of things like it's got a you know a new thermal architecture kind of like you know the imac pro versus the regular imac Yeah, things like that but i mean presumably something like that doesn't even matter as much with apple silicon because they're
0: you know yeah oh i can get three percent back with an apple card what's an apple card Okay, we're, we're, we're wrapping this up, but can I, can I make one complaint about Apple? They, <laughs> sure. <laughs> Sorry. If we not had 250 episodes of that, um, I, I forget what I was. Oh, I think I was, when I was looking for the home pod mini to figure out when it would ship, I was looking at it and they were, they were offering accessories and they had the thing where you could finance a pair of beats for six months. They're like, these headphones are like $28 a month for six months. I have no idea, but that felt so gross. Like, who, why why are why is a company encouraging people to finance headphones? It just felt not good. That is strange. Because like it wasn't even like I was drilling down into the product. Like I've, if you do it now, like if you just open the um sorry, face ID is not getting it. Um you just open the app just like in the opening carousel of accessories of like the of the for you section. It just randomly shows that you can you can finance some whatever. Oh, and they're called Beats Flex. Weird flex, but okay. Eight thirty three a month for six months or fifty dollars. Who is financing a fifty dollar purchase?
1: Yeah, that mm.
0: like that's I I don't know that's that's, that's I don't love that. Um, car- Carlos, how can I get you in this car today? <laughs> how can I get you in these AirPods Pro today? <laughs> <laughs> hang hang in there buddy sorry sparkling wine went down the wrong way uh all right let's uh so again we're going to keep the loss carryover because those are evergreen topics but yeah let's wrap this up
1: uh yeah let's do it uh so i'll give you my chef special so i'll send you the requisite amazon link here um so this is a kind of to bring it full circle back to the Tesla stuff, although that this isn't really a Tesla specific thing, but I use it on my model three. This is a little, um, portable air compressor, which you know I think is something that's kind of important to, to have in your car, especially for a car like the model three, which doesn't have a spare, uh, tire.
0: Well, they can, they can do the mobile service where they give you the one with the, like the scarlet letter where they have like the red. Spray paint over. That's yeah, been been there, done that.
1: Um, they so that this is this is really nice. This this just uses the um, the cigarette lighter socket in your car, and you know, so it's it's totally kind of self contained. Doesn't need to be plugged into a, a wall outlet or anything. Um, it's got a digital display, which is really nice. Like I, I actually had purchased another one of these that ended up not being the right amperage for, for my car that it, it, it drew that it, it, it required a higher amperage than my, um, 12 volt outlet provides, but it works in the lady friend's car. So, so that one, that one went to her cause it works, works fine with her car. And that has just an analog display, which, you know, an air compressor vibrates when it's on so that that analog display can be a little hard to read whereas this digital display um is really nice and clear um so yeah it's it's a, i think a good little thing to to have in your trunk um and comes in some fun colors although of course you know i bought the green one which apparently is either out of stock or is not sold anymore so the the one that i linked you to is the only one mm-hmm. that i could find which is the dodger blue, blue.
0: <laughs> i don't like this at all
1: um, so yeah, it's, and it's, it's, you know, 30, a little over 30 bucks. So good price.
0: Um, I forget, does the model is th- a uh, Tesla, um, standard tires or run flats?
1: Um, they, I, they, I'd have to double check, but it feels like they're run flats. Cause when I, when I had my, when I had my blown tire, it went, it went a fair ways before, you know i really had to pull over or i guess so. let me
0: clarify does the do teslas generally do they have a spare tire no they don't okay so then hopefully they're flats otherwise yeah yeah right. no i guess mine mine
1: must be because yeah again when i had my flat i went at least a few miles mm-hmm. and and it was fine and i was on the freeway so you
0: know oh cool yeah, it comes with like a little uh, carrying satchel as well. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nice, nice, nice carrying case too. Does that go in the front or the trunk?
1: It goes in the trunk, but in the, the kind of the hidden compartment in the trunk. Oh, because the, the trunk's the secret, got the thing, the false floor mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. So yeah. that I've got the the mobile charging kit that the car comes with, and this thing down there.
0: Does the front ever get used for anything?
1: Um. Yeah. Well, some, some, sometimes, like back in the days where we used to, you know, do this thing that you alluded to earlier called traveling. Mm-hmm. Um, if if there was something that um I didn't want, kind of like shuffled around in the in the trunk, I'd throw it up there. So like, um, if I had say if I was like packing a suit to go somewhere, like I'd I'd fold that up nice and neat and put that in the front.
0: I was gonna say like birthday cakes and stuff. Yeah.
1: <laughs> or another good use case for it is um, if I've gone somewhere after work um, um, and didn't want to bring my backpack with me, I'll move that out of the trunk into the frunk because <clears throat> the frunk the frunk's a little more uh, okay. secure.
0: Okay, you're you're just laying this on extra thick so you can get a bunch of sound bites of you saying frunk and trunk. Oh, that's my favorite Halloween costume. or it's dr franken trunk
1: hey you gotta workshop that a little more (laughs)
0: nope thing's perfect um okay so my pick is not a product it's a freebie because you know um yeah i mean with all the high taxes we might have soon uh we all need a freebie um it is a is a good way to deal with podcast debt and um uh podcast fatigue which is and it's kind of complicated to implement. But um, on most podcast players, you can go to an episode and you can tap "Marcus played and then not listen to it. I'm getting way better at giving up and not caring about podcasts that I just don't need at a certain point in time. So did you listen to Upgrade this week? I'm partway through. So I, because of the week that we're having and other things going on in the world... I kind of, and this is no, not to slag on the show at all, but like, I just, I don't need it right now. So rather than, uh, give half attention and like not really, and just kind of trudge through something right now, I just, Marcus played and it's gone. So I don't know. I, I, I guess maybe this with any hope, uh, in the relatively near future, we might, who knows? Might get some sanity back that's been occupied by some other stuff in life um I'm gonna try to uh stop giving attention to things and be don't not that they're bad but just don't need to be paid attention to right now, so maybe yeah uh, for you since I think you also have some podcast debt issues, yeah just Marcus played it's good it's it's like the it's like the plus one week button in omnifocus' oh, <laughs> so good. Yeah, I think for
1: me my my big change with podcasting, which I've mentioned before on the show is is getting better about having podcasts on in the background. So like I used to be very much, you know, if I was listening to a podcast, like I had to be just listening to that or like you know doing an activity where I could still mostly pay attention to the podcast. But now I've got certain shows where I can kind of just have them on in the background and if I, you know, if I miss some things here and there that's okay or maybe even to certain episodes of certain shows where if i if i don't you know pick up every word it's all right
0: yeah i mean you're right to um differentiate that that works better for some podcasts than others where there's a lot of there's a number of podcasts where i don't want to do that because i feel like it does deserve most of my attention but if i'm listening to like marketplace or something or like it's it's okay if i'm washing the dishes or trying to clean up some stuff in excel or whatever like it doesn't require full attention and, and having the sense to know where that line is 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 smart because i because i do hate the part where you kind of like drift off from a podcast and you realize you haven't been paying attention and you have to go 30 second rewind multiple times to figure out where you stopped paying attention Mm-hmm. Marcus played